Juan de Aprila with his surasute, the draught of March hath pierced to the root, and bathed every vein in sweet liqueur, of which vertu and jondred is the floor. So pricketh him nature in her carages, than longing folk to gone on pilgrimages. From Geoffrey Chaucer's Canterbury Tales, late 14th century. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanaju Almanac, a collection of natural, unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature, breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for April 13th through 20th, 2012. We're coming up on the new flower moon, here are some natural events for this quarter moon. The lofty clouds of spring are to the lowering clouds of winter as the rocky mountains are to the great plains. Winter clouds are mostly flat and colorless, spreading a monotonous, unbroken gray from horizon to horizon. But the clouds of spring thrust high into the heavens like towering peaks touched by white and gold, red and orange, great weightless mountain ranges drifting across the sky. Every now and then one of these mile-wide floating mountains will pass over, trailing a veil of rain to soak the thirsty earth below, like a titanic Portuguese man-of-war sailing through the atmosphere. These clouds are not ethereal Everests and Denali's like the grander clouds of summer, but they are flying Adirondacks or Alleghenies or Awanajos quite grand enough to lift our winter-weary hearts to new heights. April showers dampen the danger of fire for the time-honored spring practice of burning the fields. Blueberry barrens are traditionally burned every other year and now and again, the cleansing fires may wander off to devour an old foundering house or reveal an ancient family cemetery hidden for generations in the pucker brush. According to our fire chief, Denny Robertson's fine book, In Guardian's Footsteps, controlled burns in springtime provided a modest source of income for cash-strapped fire companies in former days, Here's a mountain report. Like the buds on the birches, Awanajo is swelling too. Her soft forest duff soaking up the rain, passing it to the thirsty roots of the mosses, grasses, and trees, which cover her slopes like a glad and bushy pelt. Here and there the pilgrim can see evidence of how the mountain's four-legged inhabitants windered, windered over, Rusty piles of fir and spruce cone scales litter logs and flat rocks in every direction, the leftovers of many a red squirrel's supper. On rockier slopes, oak saplings stripped of bark by porcupines stand like ivory antlers against the sky. Tunnels left by mice and voles searching for roots to chew wind sinuously through the matted brown grass. No hiding place down there now, now that their sheltered cover of snow is gone. But still no ravens circling, gurgling, and chattering around 
Amanajo's misty mountaintop. Here's some wild speculation. It's April, and nobody likes paying taxes. But what if we were given an itemized receipt from the government telling us exactly where every dollar went? We get a receipt virtually everywhere else, don't we? And then what if we decided where our taxes were to go, dollar for dollar? Wouldn't that feel more like a true democracy than this, where they promise you everything and then do whatever they wish to do? And then what if Election Day were changed to April 16th? Ah, April. So finally, some seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from the American poet William Cullen Bryant. There's no glory in star or blossom till looked upon by loving eye. There is no fragrance in April breezes till breathed with joy as they wander by. And from Edna St. Vincent Millay. April comes like an idiot, babbling and spewing flowers. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>